So when my wife and I moved into our current apartment, uh, we needed a washer and a dryer and someone gifted them to us. Um, they were used, um, but apparently the washer had a reputation of shaking whenever it was in use. And we've had it for the last two years and we live on the first floor. So imagine living under a couple who washes clothes every other day and having to hear the disturbing rumbling of a uh, for lack of a better term raggedy washer welcome to the latest episode of the glory in our stories life you're born into the world you grow you mature you go to college, you start a career and a family. Looks like everything goes as planned. Or does it? episode of the glory in our stories i'm your host calvin wayne pennywell jr uh the title of this episode is called well the title of this episode is the shaking washing machine the shaking washing machine so i was standing uh, my wife and i moved into our apartment going on two years ago um when we first walked in obviously there weren't there weren't any furniture and uh, I still have the photo of us taking a selfie um, and a picture I think no I think I've gotten I think I deleted it I deleted the picture of the actual apartment key um, but it's a picture of her and I um, smiling in the camera um, with the empty apartment in the background uh, when we first moved in, there were already stains in the carpet, but I guess they were quote-unquote presentable. So we didn't get a chance to view the actual unit before we moved in. We did view um, another apartment that actually had an extra bedroom and extra bath room, I think. Um, but we couldn't afford it at the time, so we ended up getting the one bedroom, one bath. So we we move in. Um, we we don't have a bed yet. So well, we actually we we were using an air bed, and then uh, we ended up purchasing a um, a bed eventually. And then over the next few months, we started racking up on furniture that we didn't even have. Uh, we got a um, a wicker chair that had like a soft cushion to it, a nice circle cushion to it we got a a a love seat and a matching lounge chair so we didn't really have a couch and we could never really sit together <laughs> we just put our chairs together and we watched tv oh my goodness 
it just warms my heart just thinking about how much we've grown over the last two years. Um, the television that we had wasn't even ours. Somebody uh, lent it to us. Um, and it was a heavy flat screen television. It did what it, it did its job. It worked. Um, we were watching DVDs. Uh, we, we got a, a Google Cast. Um, I think it's Google Google Chromecast, which is basically you plug into the television and whatever you have on your tablet or your you know your device, your electronic device, you can just cast it to the television. So you know that was our way of having entertainment. So, but yeah, we uh, we got everything we needed. We got a table and some chairs, you know, a few appliances in the kitchen. Um, definitely had to have a rice cooker. Um, according to my wife, who's uh, half Filipino, and I realized that have eating rice is a huge tradition in her family. I remember like eating rice for us was probably like a once in a month thing, uh, but for her family, it's something that they did like almost every day. So uh, having a rice cooker was a must, and that was actually donated to us as well. Um, in the following year, we got some more stuff off of our. Um, wedding registry so things just started coming together in the next four or five months and our, our home started filling up and becoming more of a home opposed to um, an apartment that we were just moving into but one thing that we did need for certain was a wash and dryer at the time we couldn't afford them we did not have the money we did not have the funds and we were gifted the washer and the dryer and they worked worked perfectly fine we moved in our apartment on 11 27 uh, 1999 obviously this november will mark two years since we moved there so um so we uh we hook up the washer and the dryer and <laughs> the funny thing is we didn't know how bad, how badly the washer would shake when it was operating. We didn't know how bad it was until we, uh, we, we turned it on, put a load in, and when it was cycling, it was as if the washer was trying to dig through the ground. It was like a jackhammer. And we were like, oh my goodness. And we felt bad because we were on the second floor. And I, yeah, I think we had somebody living under us. So, uh, so yeah, here we are washing clothes and this washing machine is not only banging, it's shaking. So anything that was on top of it was gonna be on the floor. So we're, we're washing clothes and we're like, man, this is annoying but we were not concerned primarily about the noise in our apartment but the noise and, inter and interference it was creating for our downstairs neighbor we were more concerned about them because that was something like I mean, it's, it's a wash it's the only wash we have so we can make do but others shouldn't have to suffer for you know because of our misfortune um so we were like man that's crazy so um so yeah, uh, we I went to Lowe's hardware store to get these um, 
these things that you can put under them under the washer so that the washer wasn't really on the floor and we were thinking hey maybe that's this is the reason why this is is shaking because it's on the floor and we thought that if we bought these these sliders for lack of a better term um that it wouldn't be such a problem um yeah it continued to shake it continued to make this aggressive noise on the floor and we were like yo we did the best we could um, we thought it was, you know, maybe a mechanical issue. It probably is. Um, but I think generally under the machine, machinery, it's just uneven. Um, so, yeah, two years in, it still shakes. But you know what? It washes our clothes. Um, of course, in the future, we will definitely get new ones. <laughs> uh, we That's something we've been planning on doing since the first day we started washing. So... But the reason why I wanted to do a quick episode about this was because our our lives are changing, my wife and ours. Because we're growing, we're getting older, and we have aspirations for the future. Career-wise, family-wise, things are changing. And I and we both have come to the conclusion that we're not always going to be living in this apartment. We've come to the conclusion that one day this washing machine is become, it's going to become a memory. It's going to become a favorite pastime, a, a sentimental pastime, bittersweet. So I was walking through the house and I think we were folding clothes and we were just talking. And then all of a sudden the washing machine just started shaking as it always does. And then I thought about it and I was like, I think I just came up with an idea for my next for my next podcast episode. And then I looked at my wife and I said, it's going to be titled The Shaking Washing Machine. Um, the reason why this was so significant was because I was looking at something that was very uncomfortable to use. But it did its job and served its purpose for the time being. And I realized I'd rather have a noisy washing machine that washes our clothes at, our, at liberty than to have to go across town or carry our, our clothes to a nearby laundromat. The convenience of having your own washer. Being able to wash at any time of the day. That was a privilege. And it was a privilege that we were blessed to have. You know, even going back to the fact that that wash and dryer was a gift. So I thought to myself, wow, this would be a good episode. So um, fast, fast forwarding, I want to say fast forwarding. But yeah, I, I, I wanted to figure out a way to make this applicable to life as well as scripture. And I was like, what, 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 what's an instance in scripture where somebody was somewhere they were not happy with, but blessed to be in? Like the season or a place or a mentality. Like you, you were not a fan of being in this one spot 
but it was only temporary. It was a bridge, metaphorically, to get you from one place to another. And that's basically what these washing dryers serve. The purpose that they serve is to allow us to wash and dry our clothes at our leisure um, and not have to spend money on washing clothes every week. I mean, who knows? Um, the amount of money that you spend on water or even washing detergent and, um, and fabric softener softener who knows if that balances out to the amount of money that you spend on um, washing dryers that take coins who knows I mean I, know, I haven't done that research but the um, the amount of time and energy of use of just walking outside of your room and just throwing things into a washing dryer is uh, a lot more convenient but I was thinking to myself, where where can I go? Where can I go biblically um, concerning this instance? And I came across um, a particular chapter uh, with a couple of verses. And um, I'll, I will read them um, as soon as we return. But keep listening. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. What's up, T-Guys listeners? I couldn't do this episode without mentioning a local artist by the name of D.P. David Pierre. D as in dog, P as in powerful, <laughs> David Pierre. Um, he just released a new album titled The, Graf- the Graffiti Art of Worship. Hip-hop artist, amazing. I'm on track number nine. And I think I'm like almost halfway done, if not slightly near uh, the end of the album. And I love every single track coming from somebody that appreciates hip hop on major and in, 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 from major different styles going all the way back from Rakim uh, to J. Cole. You know, it's if you are a, a hip hop connoisseur and you want to hear something that has that classic hip hop feel uh, with, a, with, a, with a nuance um, um, approach towards wordplay, towards concept, but primarily towards the gospel. You have to hear uh, David Pierre's latest album. It's available on all major music platforms. Um, I think Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Music, yo, check it out man (laughs) that first track just had me mesmerized and i'm a a fan of his work i'm a fan of his uh his wordplay um i'm a fan of his um ability to synchronize uh life and the concept of hip-hop the 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 culture culture of hip hop with uh, modern gospel theology and I 
I, I, I love it, bro. I love it. I know a lot of us are used to Endomenio, Lecrae, uh, you know, Tadashi. So even um, uh, Trip Lee, you know, just to name a few. KB, you know what I'm saying? But uh, David Pierre is David Pierre. You know, DP David Pierre did an awesome job. Again, the, uh, the album is titled uh, The Graffiti Art of Worship. Check it out. You will not be disappointed. And now, back to the episode. Welcome back uh, to guys listeners to the latest episode of the Glory Not Stories. Um, again, we were touching base on uh, the title of the podcast, The uh, Shaking Washing Machine. Um, I stated that I was going to reference scripture because um, I wanted to tie that to the topic at hand. So, yeah, I wanted to bring up an example of being in a season where you're not where you want to be but you are where you need to be you're in the middle you're transitioning um and the uh the story uh the biblical reference that i thought about was the old testament um exodus from egypt uh, concerning the children of israel um can again these they were uh, oppressed for hundreds of years god had heard their cry and he finally said yo moses it's time that you free my people and um, at this point in Exodus, they have come out of Egypt and they're in the in-between, um, like, you know, the quote unquote, the meantime uh, between exiting Egypt and entering the land of milk and honey. Um, so I'm going to read this, this scripture, these couple of scriptures from Exodus 16 and in the Bible. Uh, this part of the um, this part of the uh, part of scripture in Exodus 16 is titled manna and quail manna and quail um, Exodus 16 verse 1 through um, 8 it won't take long so um, I'm gonna try to read it as as uh, swiftly but as comprehensible uh, uh, but as comp comprehensively comprehensively as possible <laughs> um, the whole Israelite community set out from Elam and came to the desert of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai. I think I pronounced that right. I apologize if I didn't. On the 15th day of the second month, after they had come out of Egypt, in the desert, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, if only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out into the into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions on the sixth day. On the sixth day, they are to prepare what they bring in 
and that is to be twice as much as they gather on the other days. I'm going to read that again. On the sixth day, they are to prepare what they bring in, and that is to be twice as much as they gather on the other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening you will know that it was the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, and in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your grumbling against him. Who are we that you should grumble against us? Moses also said, You will know that it was the Lord when he gives you meat to eat in the evening and all the bread you want in the morning because he has heard your grumbling against him. Who are we? You are not grumbling against us, but against the Lord. So <laughs> my wife and I complain often about our washing dryer. And it's not that we are unaware of, uh, of what God is doing because he's, he's, he's doing a lot. He's doing a lot. But in the meantime, so that we can wash our clothes and dry them. We have used washers. We have a used washer and a dryer. And we want to make sure that, you know, our clothes are taken care of. And as annoying as it sounds at night, as, um, as disruptive as it, as it is for our downstairs neighbor, it won't last for long. This is our version of manna and quail. Where my wife and I were before we moved into our apartment, we both moved. We both lived with our parents, and in the process of doing that, you lose privileges. You lose having your own space. You lose um, control of the food that comes in and out. Um, I think my my situation was a little bit more flexible than my wife's. So when we moved into our own place, I was more excited about her than I was for myself. But I was still pleased with the fact that we have our own place. So um, during this time, we were obviously complaining and upset. But I, sat, I was standing there while my wife and I were... We're walking around the house and we're folding clothes. And I thought to myself, I am looking at manna. And I'm looking at quail. I'm looking at what God is providing us while we make our way towards the land of milk and honey. While we make our way to what he promised us. God says that he has plans to give us hope, plans not to harm us plans for us to pro for us to prosper and being reminded of that makes me appreciate that washer because it's it's, it's just enough for right now we have a um my, my wife works in the medical field and i work at, you know uh, somewhere i work at a dental dental college and at a dental college and saying to myself wow we have something that we can use to you know take out the soilness and and and, and, and daily um must of our clothing so that we can wear clean clothes where we can wear washed and clean clothes 
and even going back to you know doing the old testament time people had to wash their clothes and you know using soap that they probably couldn't afford you know we don't know what people traded for essentials like that and here we are we can just walk into walmart buy a container of gain or or tide pour it into a machinery and let the machinery do its job we don't have to do anything so that is a privilege in itself um, but uh, again going back standing there looking at that that washer feeling it vibrate through the ground aware of how rugged how jagged it, it may feel and sound against my, our neighbor's ceiling we think to ourselves one day not only will we not have that washer to deal with but our neighbor won't have to deal with the constant banging of the machinery it won't be forever but it will be for now so this instant just reminded me that we won't be here forever even though if we were to think back and be like man we were probably in a better situation before because we didn't have to deal with uh, a shaking washing machine when my, when my my wife stayed with her parents their machinery I mean their machine I keep using saying machinery like it's a factory um, but the washing and dryer that they used didn't do that it was probably in better shape and, and even um, had a had a it was a later model but but we sometimes go go back in time and think during those even during those worst conditions things felt better because it was in our comfort in reference to the to the Israelites um, going back to how they were being fed they said if only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt there we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted and usually that's what that's what happens in the mix of getting what you want you you accept what's bad for you when you are in an abusive relationship and that person is able to give you something that you desire while um, depriving you of something that you need you you become content you settle but in our case my wife and I rather use <laughs> this hickory dickory washing machine um, I'm, and keep in mind, we're very thankful for being gifted uh, a washer and dryer. Um, man, this thing is loud. Glad that we don't have any kids right now because it will really wake them up. Um, but we're blessed. But we know one day we're going to have a washer and dryer that's uh, more up to date and um, is in better condition. Just not right now. Eventually. Maybe even soon. But right now, that's where we're at. So I wanted to remind us all 
that when you're looking at something, you're like, man, I hate this. I hate having to stretch my paychecks. I, I hate having to only eat out once a month. I hate having to gas my car up but not go to certain places so that I can save gas throughout the week. I hate this. But the benefit is during this time, you're still able to go to work. You're still able to eat and you're still able to enjoy your life to a certain extent. You may not be able to go to Las Vegas. You may not be able to go to the movies all the time. You may not even be able to go to the beach. But you are able to enjoy yourself where you are until you are in a position where you can drive further out without worried about the consumption of your gas. But one day you can go to the movies and be like, man, I want to see another movie right after this. So you go into a different theater. Being able to do that, one day you will. But if you're not there now, enjoy your manna and your coil. Enjoy your bread and your meat. Because last last time, last time, you know, last I heard, <laughs> bread and meat are very key essential nutrients in the food period. You're getting what you need. You're getting bread and you're getting meat. So it just at that moment, it reminded me to be a, be appreciative of being taken care of right now. Being taken care of right now. It may not be under the best circumstances, but it's not the worst. The worst is being in a situation that you where you are dying, where you are dying. If you get an opportunity, study the, the lifestyle and culture of the Israelites while living in Egypt. They lived under strenuous conditions, working every single day for the rest of your life, getting minimum sleep, which more than like, likely shortened your lifespan. From my understanding, I think most people didn't live, didn't live past 40. You would have kids, but even your kids wouldn't live past 40. So, um, I was recently, my, and I, I, don't, I, love, I wanted to share this because it's, I'm going to share this before I close. My wife and I, um, she gets off work a little bit later than I do. And during the week, we can't really go anywhere because I have to go to bed. So I get up and go to work in the morning because she goes in later. And we don't really get a chance to go out until the weekend hits. So, but one day, my wife and I were in the living room and we was looking around and like, yo, one day we're not going to be here. We're not going to be here in, in the small apartment. We're going to be in somewhere bigger. We're going to be in a different location. And we, <laughs> my wife took my, 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 my hands and I put my arm, my, my hand around her and we just started dancing. And then I said, hold on, hold on. Let me let me play this song and then we continue dancing. So I found the song from um, Captain America where he is dancing with Steve Rogers is dancing with uh, Peggy Carter. Uh, spoiler alert uh, at the end of Endgame because um, Steve goes back in time to uh, 
to return the infinity stones and uh, while he's in the past he decides to live his life with Peggy and um, there's a song that's playing in the house while uh, Steve Rogers and Peggy Carter are slow dancing and it's that song that they were it was meant for them to always dance to so I put that song on and we my wife and I danced in the living room slow danced in our in our in our nightwear <laughs> just slow danced and she tucked her head under my chin and um, we just we just danced <laughs> and I was just smiling because I was I'm really blessed to have her in my life and I told her I tell her as much as I can you are God's gift to me and uh, every time I look at her I just thank him because my wife is a prayer answered a prayer that I started praying when I was 15 years old and God answered my prayer so she is a reminder that God answers prayers so um, again enjoy your manna and your quail while it lasts because if you read through scriptures manna and quail was provided by God to people that were complaining now if God can give you manna and quail while you're complaining just imagine what he can do when you're not yeah <laughs> so um, hope you enjoy the episode and um, again thank you for listening to the latest episode of the glory in our stories with your host Calvin Wayne Peter Jr. as I talk as I talked about the shaking washing machine. Yo, thank you all for listening. Tune in next time for the latest episode of The Glory in Our Stories. <laughs> <laughs>